the 2011 World Stroke Day edition of the International Journal of Stroke launches our Vascular Dementia and Cognitive Impairment series with a review from Dr. Toby Cumming and Dr. Ang Brotman. Can stroke cause neurodegenerative dementia? Kamenev Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke, spoke to Dr. Cumming, postdoctoral fellow at the Flora Neurosciences Institutes. Thanks for speaking to us, Toby. Is stroke neurodegenerative? I I think it's probably too early to answer that question. Uh, if you take neurodegenerative as implying some progressive decline into uh, dementia that's based on degeneration amongst neural connections, then at this point I don't think there's evidence to say that stroke is neurodegenerative. What we can say is that there's relationships between stroke and cerebrovascular disease that, that are linked to dementia, and also it looks like uh, in some cases are linked to uh, neurodegeneration and atrophy, and the question is whether that is similar to the atrophy and neurodegeneration we see in Alzheimer's or whether it's different. So why do conditions like stroke predispose to dementia? Uh, there's been a lot of literature in the last decade or so looking at the relationship between vascular risk factors and dementia, and that's certainly one of the possible mechanisms when you get a heavy vascular load in your brain that uh, the connections, the normal connections that are made uh, don't work so well and can predispose to dementia. And there's a number of other ways too, such as amyloid deposition that possible candidates for things like stroke uh, predisposing to dementia. So where does the evidence come from? Uh, it's been a very exciting last 20 years or so in this field and uh, a major study came out in 1997, the NUN study, which was a large epidemiological study that included autopsy. And this was a real breakthrough because taking the autopsy results, you can look at the pathology and derive not only Alzheimer's pathology, the plaques and tangles, but also vascular change and infarcts. And so really this was the breakthrough finding that showed that if you've got an equivalent amount, two people with an equivalent amount of plaques and tangles, Alzheimer's pathology, uh, they, the infarct, their infarct status changed the appearance of dementia in life, their clinical symptoms, such that if you had infarcts on top of Alzheimer's pathology, you were, you were showing worse dementia signs in life. And so a, a big uh, block of literature has been from these large autopsy and pathology studies. And does that include lattice and, and studies like that? Lattice is more recent and is... I'm not sure they're using autopsy and lattice. Most of the results to date have just been uh, epidemiologically reported uh, and they have a lot of brain imaging findings. But uh, epidemiological studies are very important to look at this question too and looking at the relationship between not only vascular risk factors but stroke history and clinical dementia signs uh, in, in huge cohorts that have been able to detect these relationships between things like diabetes, uh, APOE4 status and, uh, and your chance of getting dementia. So why has dementia 
and uh, cognitive neurodegeneration and stroke being recently linked? One of the main reasons I would say is the uh, the potential that brain imaging studies uh, give us to look at longitudinal associations across time. Uh, the autopsy studies I talked about and the epidemiological studies I talked about can give us a lot of information about associations. But if our primary question is, does stroke initiate or promote a, a dementing process that looks like Alzheimer's, what we really need is a longitudinal trajectory from the moment of stroke looking across time that not only gives us clinical neuropsychology results to look at uh, cognitive function, but can also give us uh, atrophy markers as to get an idea of Alzheimer's status and will also give us very detailed information about uh, stroke and vascular disease. So I think that's where the potential is. This is not a new question, but these new imaging studies that combine not only imaging but also neuropsychology uh, have great potential to tease these associations apart. And does that include studies like CADCIL and genetics? Yeah, CADCIL is a, a very important uh, population group just because in studies trying to tease apart the association between cerebrovascular disease and dementia, uh, one of the problems is unless you have pathology, you can't confirm or deny exactly the presence of AD, whereas in CADCIL patients, they're generally too young to have any signs of uh, Alzheimer's pathology. So it gets around that issue. The other issue it gets around is that uh, the vascular risk factors that have been proposed as one of the underlying factors behind both cerebrovascular disease and dementia are generally not present in Catacil, uh, given its genetic uh, cause. Do studies show a particular time window between stroke and dementia onset? Uh, not, not at the moment. Uh, it's, this is something that we're looking into. And as I said, I think imaging is the one... Uh, technique really that's going to uh, tell us about uh, time course because the the difficulty up until now is that the autopsy studies and the epidemiological studies have just given us this associational evidence whereas what we really require to look at whether stroke initiates is to track across time which will involve multiple imaging uh, repeat imaging across several years and probably more than several years ideally into the tens and twenties of years uh, given that the processes that are kicked off can take a long time and that people take a long time to dement but perhaps it was an earlier stroke that set off the process. And can you extract some of that information from say Framingham or Rochester study? Uh, the difficulty is the imaging parameters and most most existing studies don't have imaging of a high enough quality using isotropic voxels to really assess the, uh, the atrophy uh, and the regions of atrophy that you need um, to look at brain volume and therefore to make conclusions about the levels of Alzheimer-like pathology. Uh, and so now 
we can run studies with these better and more specific imaging protocols, but no, that information generally isn't you know, able to be acquired post hoc. So what is the relationship between stroke and Alzheimer's disease? Uh, at the moment, we don't know much about the direct relationship, I would argue. We know that the associational studies that have shown stroke increases your risk of dementia, when you try and remove the, the dementia due to vascular factors from those with dementia, the, the relationship still persists. So I think it's safe to say that stroke and cerebrovascular disease are related to Alzheimer's disease, but exactly what the nature of that direct link is uh, it still requires a lot of further research. Thanks very much for speaking to us today, Toby. Thanks. You've just been listening to a podcast interview from the International Journal of Stroke. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organisation. Please consider becoming a member. Mm-hmm.